so much a f l and of course everybody knows that l w a f l m o y I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen... (laughs) By you? Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch... I prefer that take, Carl. Carl (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube with Michael Spiegelman and Carl. Hi, Carl. Not Spiegelman. Hi. Hi, Carl. Not not Michael. Uh, Carl is calling us from New Jersey. We are broadcasting live at MuniRadio.fm in the Mission District of San Francisco. We do this every Sunday, 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You just heard the promo. By the way, that promo, I did not bite on your line at all. I gave you enough time for you to finish it. It's clearly... Thank you. I run on sentence. We listen to we watch a full length movie on YouTube with you, and you so you watch the movie and listen to the podcast at the same time. Uh, and what's the movie today, Carl? Today we're watching Chatterbox, nineteen seventy seven. Very interesting film. Chatterbox I, with an exclamation point. So that's what you search in YouTube. Uh, one word: Chatterbox exclamation what? point. Okay. And then uh, nineteen seventy seven. No need for parentheses. I thought if you typed an exclamation point in a search engine, it, it means like some cyber bullshit. Uh, that's very possible, but we'll just be in the YouTube search locally, and it is part of the name. Okay, I, I see some options. Uh, which channel is hosting the movie we're watching today? The one I like is called Cult Medium. Ooh, Cult yeah, good. Uh, that's a really good one. Oh, you know of them? Because this was only put up five months ago, and they already have 45,000 views. So I guess they have an audience, this cult medium. I wonder what that's like. Well, I, I this is one of those movies where I've tried to... Uh, I searched for it every week, and I finally uh-huh. saw it this week. You know, well, I mean, maybe it took five months break, but... Gotcha, uh, gotcha. So I'm very excited to host this movie with you. So hang on, I'm going to go ahead and adjust it. I have a believe it or not for our countdown. I have uh, Paul Brumbaugh from the podcast <laughs> The Edge of Insanity. Paul, how are you? <laughs> I like that sinister fucking laugh, Carl. That's great. All right. I love when you count down. It's sort of like when they're in Houston and they're going to like launch a man to the moon. Yeah, I kind of feel like I'm 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 on my way to the moon right about now. So that is a coincidence. And I thought you were calling me a chatterbox. All right, guys, let's get ready. <laughs> let's get ready. Okay, let's start. Get that little figure hovering over the triangle in three, two, and one go. Lion. Rawr. Rawr. You see what it says? MGM. That's what we're about to watch. MGM film. All right. Wow. Now we see a lady's fanny right after MGM. MGM <laughs> proudly presents this woman's chatterbox. <laughs> Her chatterbox. That's, right. That's what it is. It's a talking vagina. Well, and there it is on the title card. 
Nothing else to see it's here. It's weird that they have title cards. And there's one perplexing title card you'll come to. Oh, good. I like perplexing uh, title cards. What the <laughs> fuck's that? Well, it's an old styly movie, and it's about a singing vagina, so it's a good contrast. Rip Taylor. Now, when Rip Taylor's star. on screen, please, please turn up the volume. He's not on screen a lot, so okay. you're not going to All right. Lose. Fair enough. I have the confetti at the ready, too. I'll, just, I'll throw that in the air. His trademark. Can I tell you my favorite thing that I like doing? My favorite thing is like uh, when you're in a public place and you're watching something that's on your iPhone and it says that you can um, cast it somewhere. And you end up just (laughs) casting it to the bar and putting it in your pocket. Nobody knows where it's coming from. Nice. I've done that with like my comedy set in a bar. And they're like, hey, you're that guy that was just on TV. You realize wow. the, t- the bar had that capability, and you put, posted your set on the bar's TV set. Every every new smart is a smart TV, and everything has like either Google, you know, Chromecast or something on it that it just goes. Mm-hmm. It will take over like the Giants game. Comedians will hack whatever new technology there is to get their set on it. I carry a They'll remote. I carry a universal remote in my back pocket. Well, the, you, back in the 90s, you had the no TV box button where you would walk around and you press a button and it would turn off the TVs at the bar. But your style would post your set. Yeah, you literally post my set and I, I control your TV. Weren't you just on TV? Can we do a <laughs> selfie? Oh, wait, back to Chatterbox. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, they're just having okay. sex. Oh, good. Well, just, yeah, here's I, the tone of the film. You see tits right away and they're, I mean, it's missionary sex which means love. As you know, when you love someone, it's missionary sex. Look at those great... This is Candace, Okay, this is the star. It started... I just wanted to let you know, if you guys were taking the time, it was 2.07 that we served for our first off breast. I think it was (laughs) 0.000.01 when the tits started showing this movie. Uh, Some bare ass. Well, immediately the vagina said, you're not such a great mother. And he got pissed off as he was emasculated. Oh, well, let's, so let's, listen, to the, let's listen to her. Me, your own little t- listen, Penny, I'm fed up taking it on the chin. Oh, my God. What are you doing, Penny? What's gotten the, into you? Okay, that's the guy. I'd like to know. I'm that's not your Ted. shelter. Oh, that's the vagina talking. It's not me, Ted. <laughs> you have to believe me. She's right, Ted. It's me. Can't you handle a little wisecrack? Get it? Wisecrack. Get it? Wisecrack. She'll be doing that the whole movie. She doesn't have one line of straight line. But do you think like... Straight dialogue. So the best the best expression they could get was Chatterbox for the title? I mean, they could have used so many other different title alternatives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Jukebox. There was another film uh, that was made of... Uh, it was... Where is it? Uh, Snow Way and the Seven Dwarfs. Walt Disney first. Pussy Talk. Oh. Pussy Talk. Oh, here he is. Look done. at the boom mic. See the boom mic? Saw the boom mic. I, yes, Carl. I saw the boom, Carl. I never understand how you could have said that to me last night. Oh, that's it. We missed Rip. He goes, a man... No, no. He goes, a man of my endowment doesn't have to take this. <laughs> oh. I make $25,000 a year. Ooh. Penny. Eddie's endowed. Ted King, it says. Is it King? I like how he's saying they're talking in each in the office. Oh, the vagina's talking. Oh, here we go. Okay. Uh, I can give you Linda Ann. Okay. All right, it'll be real. Look who's waiting. Walker waiting. Penny's running late. Penny again. 
Penny again? I... As far as I'm concerned, Penny, there's nothing to explain. Uh, I guess we missed Rip. We heard a little of him. No, here he comes. Here he oh, comes. Yeah. What are you doing, young lady? Goodness, you want a definite permanent wave? I was just I'm talking to somebody on the phone. I'm just a little upset. A little upset. So, Mrs. Walker, you've kept her waiting 15 minutes downstairs. Get, get, I'm get, sorry, get, Mr. Joe. Don't forget Mrs. Hopkins. Oh, there's the food, Mike. Food, Mike. No, I won't forget. Oh, Mike. Don't forget. You won't forget. You know what? It could be the ratio of the film, Carla. Maybe they 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 shot it and there was going to be cropped out and and then this YouTube format it shows up. It could be a drinking game. All right. By the way, what other vampire movie is Rip Taylor auditioning for in this movie? He's dressed like Count uh, Dracula. <laughs> He's got this like white women. He goes, I'll never understand what men see in them. <laughs> <laughs> well. And they treat her head. All right. So they're doing some vaudevillian barbershop uh, stick. So this is sold to us as the best friend. And so he, she's like, you won't believe it, but my vagina is talking. I mean, she never holds back. She's public with everyone about this. Right. Now, the thing is that. In this scene, unlike every other scene in the movie, the vagina doesn't talk. Oh, like the, yeah. I don't know why. It doesn't make sense. Maybe she's nervous in front of other vaginas. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you know? Nah, there's plenty of ladies that she gabs it up with. Yeah, but the, none of the ladies' vaginas talk in this movie. Is there a talking boom penis? Boom on the bottom. See the boom mic on the Yeah, screen? the boom on the... There is on the... Well, it looks like the boom mic popped a Woody right now. Well, they had to put the boom mic by the vagina so that they could hear the line. <laughs> to pick up, her name's Virginia. We'll find out later. Oh, vagina. Well, yeah, Virginia, yeah. vagina. Oh, like Victor Victoria. <laughs> mm-hmm. By the way, this was shot in a national beauty shop. It was a way to. Uh, oh, she's gonna listen up. She's gonna yeah. put her ear to it. Hello. <laughs> Hello? Hello? It would be funny if there was an echo. Two ton. Be right out. Hello? What are you doing in there? He's so great. He steals the show. Now watch him swat away the boom mic. He's going to physically with his hand. I was doing some research, Mrs. Bukatowski, and you're just going to love what I came up with for you. I am? I don't know what I'm going to come up with for you, Penelope, but I'll think of... See, the boom mic, he's going to hit it. All right, I'm watching. Or maybe oh, later. Did you see it? No, I didn't uh, see it. But it okay. might happen later. By the way, this is like somebody's house. Not this is not a real salon. beauty salon? This is an MGM movie, you know what I mean? They spent all the money on all those props and everything, but... Yeah, but there's a, there's a lady's panties right there. That's all we need to see. Oh, hello. I see London. I see France. <laughs> you also see our Star Trek connection. As you know, every show. Every movie. Every movie has a Star, Star Trek, Trek connection. Some actor or yeah. some actress has appeared in one of the many incarnations of yep. Star Trek. Well, this was another original. Oh, well, that's those are the ones I like to hear about, the ones from the original Ooh. show. Uh, that woman's name, it's it's Arlene Martell. It's no big deal. She just did a lot of TV. But she was on this episode called A Muck Time, 1967, as Spock's wife. 
That's our connection for the show. Now, what happens is she starts doing her hair and uh, the vagina starts coming on. The vagina can tell it's a lesbian. So the vagina starts coming on and she thinks it's, you know, of course. Yeah, the thing's the first person talking. But also because they're sitting on the uh, barber chair. uh, It's whispering in her ear. Yeah, it's basically whispering in her ear at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I hear you. You don't have to yell. Not yelling. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. There, there are a lot of missed opportunities in this movie. Jokes you'll think of that they didn't do. Oh, thank God. As you know, if you got to riff movies, they always say comedies are the hardest, but I love movies like this. Yeah, this is a great film. And um, also, Rip Taylor really makes it terrific. Also, do you know the comedian uh, Professor uh, Corey Irving. Irving Corey Co- Ir- Irwin. Ir- yeah, Irving right. Corey. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah, here it is. All Professor right. Irwin Corey. Corey. Right. He was in the, the Burbs, right. wasn't he? I'm not sure, oh, but yeah. I did look him up for this thing. He was a big-time uh, comedian back in the day. Oh, yeah. He was crazy. He would just go on these rants at Greenwich Village club, nightclubs, and uh, he had this character. He was on David Letterman during the 80s. Uh, uh-huh. And he had some movie appearances, but yeah, he's crazy. Yeah, it says he he was a talk show favorite. Now what? Oh, she kissed the mirror. Now watch what's under there. Holy moly! Oh, holy moly! Whoa, no, rolling chair accident. Guys. Oh, let it in there. That's uh. Oh, here comes Rip. He's going to say, this is a private office. I'm sorry. He goes, wait a minute, it's my office. Train yourself, you'll love it. Sorry, it's a private office. I beg your pardon. Wait a minute, it's my private office. What are you doing? How dare you do something like that in a place like this where decent people come to have their hair done? Oh, God. I can't explain this. It's just embarrassing. I'm going to do it. I'm ruined. I fell in love with him again because of this movie. Same time next week, dear. I will never understand women. Never. He, it was the smell that distracted him the most. <laughs> he put, a, saw, he put uh, a napkin over, a, a handkerchief over his nose when he saw two women making out <laughs> in his office. <laughs> uh, I saw a Dollar 98 beauty contest episode. Uh, Which he hosted. Yeah, and he sings his song at the end. He goes, uh, you win the prize, you take the cake, you won the crowd at a dollar ninety-eight. It's so funny. Okay, so this is Dr. Pearl. We're meeting Dr. Pearl. He's a psychiatrist, and Candy doesn't know where to turn, so she he comes to Dr. Pearl. Right. And Dr. Pearl's like, just cannot believe his luck to actually find a talking vagina. It's a miracle of modern science. Now, isn't this the plot of Deep Throat? Like she goes to Harry you know, Reams and says, "Oh, look, yeah. she's a completely bare muff." Yeah, you see a muff here, and she and look not, not 1970s style, right? She's shaved. I don't know. Let's rewind. You'll see it in plenty. Don't worry. Then it is true. Listen, Carl, I paid good money for this MGM release. I better see some muff. Now let's just keep things straight around here, Doc. I'm That's what MGM is. It's an muff, great muff. <laughs> <laughs> muff, guaranteed. <laughs> muff. <laughs> 
Now, this guy, you might have seen him playing uh, poker on the Odd Couple television show. Yeah, absolutely. And he, I think he did a couple Oscar Minor Poloni commercials. Yes. Yes. And he was a regular on Bob Newhart. And he's been on a million things. Now, back then, he was just starting out. He just finished acting in the X-rated movie, X-rated movie, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, which I've tried to find. There is a YouTube clean version edited, uh, posted, someone posted oh, on YouTube. turn up the sound. I'm sorry to interrupt you. It's a very funny joke coming. Can you do that again? Check out this funny joke. Oh, say can you see? For Christ's sake, Pearl, you call me in the middle of a meeting to hear some cunt sing the Star Spangled Banner? Okay, that's the joke. That's Maybe a great joke. I think it was as funny as I did. By the way, we'll never see that guy again in the whole film. Oh, okay. What about the people in the boardroom with him? No. Nope, nope. What? Now, the thing is, Dr. Pearl called him up and didn't say, listen, this is a singing vagina. She said, you've got to hear this. Right, and then he sucked the phone in her vagina, and then he said, delivered that line. <laughs> He's so happy. Okay, so now we see Penelope Pittman. He's uh, American Medical Association members only. It is a gathering to see this scientific marvel. Oh, it's a science uh, pro. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming to our science fair, 1977, which is the year of vaginas and hairy muffs. Your first uh, <laughs> scientist, Dr. Muffman, will be presenting. Good morning, Dr. Muffman. Please, Good morning, Assembly. Dr. Muffet. Oh, I'm sorry. This isn't funny. He's he's up there saying, I have discovered I, I, I. Oh, is this, is this Professor Erwin Corey? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, okay. Because that, that I would uh, want to watch. Uh, Dr. Pearl. Dr. Pearl. Oh, but it had nothing to do with vagina, Dr. Pearlman. Yeah, it is. Dr. Pearl, Dr. Pearl. Dr. Pearl. Get it. No, what, what, what's for what, what, uh, clam? Yeah, oh, well, like, the clam. And a, pier- a clam with the piercing. So this guy goes, come on, let's see the goyle. <laughs> yeah, it's 52 minutes into this movie, too. Oh, he's got a burlesque pen playing. It's a band. Yeah, right, it's a medical thing, and he's like. I'm proud to take my place among the giants Oh, so Doctor, she's gonna come out, and her genitalia will sing. Yes. Oh well, good. Because otherwise, I would have asked for my money back. Because that's what I paid to see. The the music in this film is horrible, Mike. Horrible. It's awful, awful music. Hit it. Now, why must you be naked and strapped to a table? Right, while well, Swanee River plays. <laughs> That's so problematic. Now, <laughs> wow, look at those suits. Yeah. God, the suits look like they just took the upholstery off a couch and ran over to the set. Look how he's fake playing. They're all Yeah, fake they're all playing. fake playing. The, the bands in tuxedos cheering at the lady. And the oboe player is playing really close. Okay, is he going to sing? Oh, she's singing, right? The, she's singing Swanee River. And everybody seems to know that she's doing it. How will they react? He's a hit. Yay, we're a GIF. 
We're a gift, ladies and gentlemen. We're a clapping gift to be used in forums. Yeah, it's a hit. She didn't know. Great. She's a beautiful woman, this candy. Virginia and Virginia. Virginia rocked and Virginia's embarrassed. You're right about that because now is the scene we learn her name is Virginia. Just out of nowhere, out of the blue. Well, she met Biddy. Well, because they used to have Biddy and Veronica. Never mind. I was trying to make a Biddy and Veronica joke. Betty and Vagina. Betty and Vaginica. Betty and. <laughs> Betty. Betty's Vaginica. Okay. So now. Oh, got a parking she's ticket. A ticket. Right. So the, the vagina comes on to the cop very heavy. And the cop is like, Are you coming on to me? You know, are you trying to propose, you know, trying to get out of a ticket? And Candy has this look on her face like, I don't know, am I going along with this? I, I mean, yeah, there's the look. Her look is like, Is she going to follow? You know, oh, now she's in jail for solicitation. I would figure the cop's right. penis would be like, Sit down or I'll shoot. <laughs> Good one. Well, she's yeah, in prison. She's Is her vagina singing the blues in yep, prison? Yep. Mm-hmm. They need a harmonica, Carl. They yeah, need a harmonica. Girl, like, right? So you could blow. So the um, the cell, other cellmates like shut up already. You know they fight a little. You've made bail. You've made bail. Now here it is: the most boring person in the world. Who knows why she's in love with him? Ted has bailed her out. But that's the love interest. Yeah. This guy in the wig. I'm Carl, do you wig? know the do you know the expression "silver haired Jew"? No. Well, there is an expression like that. Silver haired Jew. Yeah. Okay. What does it mean? Because of an old gray person. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Like this guy. This guy's wig. This guy's an old no, Jew. You is, don't have to worry about that. The other guy. He is a young, successful Ted. He's a blonde. He uh, has a very high-powered job. He's a man of endowments. He plays tennis, and he makes $25,000 a year. But who shows up? <laughs> Dr. Pearl. Dr. Look, Pearl. First Pearl. off, Dr. Pearl might make like $32,000 a year, a little bit better off. But he's just slubby. He's wearing the Sears uh, style from six years ago, you know, 1971. And uh, he's, he's not the guy so that's... He's going to become an agent. He's going to become... He's going to be a doctor agent, he calls himself. He's going to make multi-million dollars. You'll see. Oh, right wow. now he's saying, you should listen to your vagina. It knows what it's talking about. Well, the cops are behind him. The cops but, are like, what, a vagina? Well, there's a movie, and if it's on YouTube, we'll watch it. It's called Me and Him, and it's directed by this terrific German director named Dora Story. And it's about Marklin Baker from Perfect Stranger. His uh-huh. penis talks. No, no, it's Griffin mm-hmm. Dunn and Marklin Baker from Perfect Stranger is the voice of his penis. And he'll say stuff oh, oh. like, wake up, wake up, wake up. <clears throat> and that's what the movie's about. So the joke is wake up, like up to the ceiling or something? No, like you ever wake up with morning wood? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's just saying, good morning. Good morning. Time's up. <laughs> But, you know, this the movie is that, like, Griffin Dunn will sleep with somebody, realize what he's done, and starts calling his penis an idiot while the woman's in the room, so the woman thinks he's talking about her. Oh, it, oh yeah, yeah, this is very simpatico. 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Dr. Pearl's taken to just speaking straight to the vagina. I know. It's so weird. You know, my, I'm, my, uh, I'm up here. Well, it's, uh, he's saying that he's booked them on TV. Um, there, it, it, that'll be the show with uh, Professor, the foremost authority, Professor... Erwin Corey. We're finally Irwin getting to him. Corey. <clears throat> Check this out, Mike. Erwin Corey is alive today. He's 101 years old. Yeah. Yeah, he's weird. He I was on... Was... you. <clears throat> yeah, uh, we'll put up the volume when he gets on uh, on the screen. So this is 1977 Los Angeles, right? Yeah, I, I mean, it could have been shot just the shy earlier, I think. Right. But yes. You know, I can't find that information about this movie, like where it was shot, how long it took, what was the budget, what was the box office. I couldn't find any of that. <clears throat> well, Look at this. Why are they at the zoo? Why? Oh, it was uh, Take Your Kids for Free Day. Uh-huh. I said, well... I haven't really spent much time with my kids since the movie started shooting. Let's uh, kill two birds with one stone. Yeah, we could shoot here. <laughs> I I want to say that... Only, the, oh, sorry, girl. Uh, just, there's only one funny joke. He, he says, do you want a balloon? She says, yes. He goes over, how much are they? 25 cents. And he turns her and goes, you got a quarter? You got a quarter? There we go. But, but you were going to say... Well, the premise of this show is that these are movies that I read about growing up but I never had the opportunity to see and now they're just flat up on YouTube and I first heard about this movie from a book from 1980 called The Golden Turkey Awards by Harry and Michael yeah. Medved and it was a collection of categories uh, for films where they said these films are bad and uh, famously they said the worst movie in the world was Plan 9 from Outer Space and right. the runner up was Exorcist to the Heretic but they had different categories, and Chatterbox is how I was introduced to it. It was from that book, and I can't remember if it was from porno. I don't think it was porno. They did have a category for that, but I think for musical or something. That this was voted the worst musical, and I have to check. It, that no, that's what the, the internet says. It yeah, was musical. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember that, and I actually went to the library to look for it, and it was in reference, and the book was missing. Oh, the book was missing. That sucks. They had their other book called uh, 50 Biggest Bombs. And I actually there's some movies that are on YouTube, so we might see <clears throat> some of those. Was the Scud in there? No, oh, no, Scud was not. These are movie bombs, not actual bomb bombs. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of bomb My, bombs, I'm look at that. Manhattan. Oh, yeah. What happens is she's trying to sleep and vagina won't shut up. And she's like, what am I going to kind of like Virginia, Virginia to... Penny, vagina to Penny, hit the streets, girl. She's just like, I'm so horny. You, I, I just can't. Just go on the streets. Let's get some. That, that, and so she's doing it. Hey, hey, mama. Oh, so she's street walking because her vagina's so horny. <laughs> but not for money, just for sex. Just so she would shut up for get get some and be quiet about it. It's like there a was roommate. This French film, uh, an hour and ten minutes, Le Six Kipal. It's Pussy Talk, 1975, and the internet thinks that that's why this movie was made, but the director swears it was his own idea. I thought of it myself, I did. Okay, all right, right don't yell, Grandpa. <laughs> Creepy Grandpa, we get it, you probably did. Well, this movie's pretty short too, Carl, right? I mean, it's like 70 minutes as minutes. well. Yeah, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> thank you, God. Our audience, it takes me about 20 minutes ago to listen to our, our podcast. 
Now, we know where this is because we see the stars. This is Hollywood Boulevard. <clears throat> right. You now, can, you can this, see the uh, people signing the uh, authorization to shoot there. <laughs> yeah, you can see the people dressed up as superheroes. <laughs> okay, so look, that guy, right? Mike, George Michaels. Yeah, George Michael. Vag- Vagina thinks that that guy's a creep. Now, Vagina, the whole movie, Virginia, has been asking to sleep with everyone. But when she's getting laid by Ted, she emasculates him. And then she sees this guy and's like, you're a creep. I don't get it. She's picky. What? Just because your, your generals aren't picky. Oh, there's a whole <laughs> no. basketball team just happened to be hanging out. Right. And look, it's a school bus. So it's clearly high school kids. Right. Oh, so Virginia. Help protect me from that creep. Oh, who said that? Your girl parts? All right, so they're they're all going into the school bus. Vagina calling Penny. Let's find his team. Why must they sit in the back of the bus? There's no one else on the bus. Now the coach is like, wait for me. Tweet. Oh, yeah. Coach is in the bathroom dumping. Yeah, you can see it. So, Got a newspaper. Look, there's the boom mic underneath her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh, darn. I thought I had caught every boom mic so I could, you know, for our drinking game. Right. There'll be more. They should have used a Lavia mic. <laughs> Instead of a lavalier mic. Lavia ear mic. Lavia. Lav- Libido. So now she's like, thank you so much. You all should get a good night kiss. And they're like, no, no, no. Yeah, they're jumping her. Yeah. Oh, so what happened? It's the morning. It's the morning now. And she's in bed. And she's... Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. Dr. Pearl has gotten some sort of advance, so he's made himself an office, and now he's a doctor agent. And he's saying, good morning, wrong name, and good morning, wrong name. And they're like, my name is right name. Right. Exactly. Look at that view. Look how nice. Yeah. Today, Hollywood, tomorrow, the world. Oh, thanks to Chatterbox. And that's true for Larry. Yeah, he goes on to be in everything. He's even in Super Mario Brothers. What's the where is it? Larry Ghostman. He goes on to be in everything. Larry Gelman. Gelman. Dr. Agent. Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I guess that was a Saturday That movie. was a cartoon show. Uh, yeah. Captain Lou Albano hosted. Look at how beautiful she is, man. She yeah, is she's a, really... And that's how I sleep in bed, by the way, crouched in the fetal position. <laughs> My head smothered in the pillows. Speaking of pillows. He's like, you don't sound good. Uh, I had a rough night. You told me to listen to my vagina. Well, I'm not doing that anymore. Oh, gosh. And then he goes, may I speak with Virginia, please? Oh, one moment, doctor. He He is living the life. Yeah, well, he had a secretary to... uh, Oh, she just put the phone down below. (laughs) What is it, doc? Vagina, baby. I'm going to make you a star. The vagina says that her voice is sore. <laughs> uh, okay, he's giving her the good news that they've booked a, been booked on Hollywood Open House, and that is um, the show with uh, Professor Irwin Corey. Oh, here we go. So let's, let's take a listen. So not Dick Clark Productions. Right. 
singing sensation, Virginia, a sweet little thing with a really big voice. <laughs> Here we are. Good evening. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. We got a terrific show for you tonight. This evening represents a milestone in the annals of the history of the Hollywood Open House. Everybody says, what the, what is the Hollywood Open House? <laughs> I was going to speak to you tonight on perversion for beginners. But I see we have an advanced class here. There's no, boom mic. Yeah, there's Drink. a boom mic above her. Well, that's too bad. They must have edited the shit out of him, but uh, they let him go full we'll range. We'll see more. Okay. We'll see more. He's known as the world's funniest comedian. Foremost authority. Oh, here we go. But please, for the sake of brevity, when you ask a question, please, no names or where you're from. We don't give up. We don't care where you're from. <laughs> now, are there any questions? It's an old audience. I mean, you know it all? Oh, we have a question from a young lady. Yeah, am I an extra in a movie, or what's going on here? <laughs> she uh, goes, should there be sex? She goes, there, should there be sex before a wedding? And he goes, not if it delays the ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> he's funny. Oh, yeah, he's great. I mean, it's a great opportunity to see him. So let's talk over him. Yes. <laughs> oh, here's another. Theory of relativity? Yes. <laughs> that was an easy one any other question oh I'm sure you're interested in some of the important uh, points of his thesis well Einstein proved conclusively that heating causes expansion and cooling causes contraction that's why in the summer the days are longer because it's hotter well isn't it true sir when you get hot doesn't it get bigger <laughs> 40 minutes for a dick joke I call that out man that's like I'm super creative I'm taking you on a trip what a beautiful setup to a punchline which is my dick and it's such an old audience too oh yeah they never heard a dick joke before and Um, why is she dressed like Marilyn Monroe because she's going to do the uh, President Kennedy happy birthday song or the something like it hot like something like it hot, where Sue Marilyn sings, but it's gonna be her vagina singing. That's the only dick joke in this movie. Is from Professor Owen Corey. Um, uh, well, Virginia is making lots of dick jokes all the Nominal time. Talent. She says, "A performer did you hear? recently made her debut before the AMA convention." Look, kid, there's no stopping you now. I was at um, that convention. It was a good convention. For- yeah, you saw us singing Vagina. I know. That was the forefront of medical... Oh, you were there? Yeah, I was there. I, I was taking thesis. photos. I had a mm-hmm. upskirt photo, video cam going. <laughs> I've been on the internet. Upskirt. Um, Virginia says at one point, did you hear about the guy with five penises? His, his pants fit like a glove. Oh, that's a good one. I'm going to use that in mixed company. She says all sorts of dick jokes. So she does a bunch of like jokes up front and then sings a number. She does a bunch of jokes up front and what? Sings sings a number. Uh, right here. Yeah, well here it is. It's like you're right. This is her big hit. 
Everyone's like, what's going on? Why is... What's wrong? They're saying, pull the cords that exposes her vagina. All right, here we go. Lift the flaps. Vagina's in an outfit. Come on, pull the cord. Let me at them. There's a microphone covering it up. It. Well, see, the, the microphone is pointing to uh, vagina. Oh, no, there's a cover-up. Who are the talk show hosts there with them? Is that uh, Lee Marvin? I don't know. They're not. Do It's uh, Dean Martin and... Yeah. Uh, I just came here to talk about the president's plane is missing. I didn't come here to hear her say the singing vagina. <laughs> yes, I'm here to, to promote the Walton season two. I wouldn't come here for. Look how see how she grinds. Well, yeah, she's really getting into the groove. Now, she, Penny's reluctant to do it. You see in her face, she doesn't want to do it, but right. she reluctantly gyrates her hips. Now, what are these dancers doing here, and why is she dressed like Marilyn Monroe? I don't know. The song's called Wang Dang Doodle, and what Virginia is saying is, everyone pull out your dick. <laughs> well, <laughs> Wang I'm one, Dang one Doodle! S- one step ahead of you, Carl. <laughs> Me too. Hey! I'm my, not at the radio station, but... Yeah, no, I'm here at the radio station at the corner of... Very exciting. Mission. That Anyways. district is your mission. That's my mission. Wang Dang Doodle! Wang Dang Doodle! There's no band playing, but it's the actual voice of the vagina coming out of there. Yes. I'm accusing the vagina of lip syncing. Really? Lip syncing. Oh, yes. No, I I, I, I thought it when you said it. I wasn't sure if that was your joke, but it's good. Yeah, lip sync. Now, see how reluctant she is? He's hugging an extra. Yes. All right, there's the applause. There's variety, of course. She's... Right. We see a montage of her face. Oh, there's San Francisco. That's not the... I guess it is. Yeah, well, pe- people call it Frisco. Um, oh, yeah, please call it Frisco. Time Magazine. Now she's Las in Las Vegas. Vegas. Wow, they got a lot of footage. She has, uh, you see lots of outfits on Virginia. Odds go down in Virginia. Salt Lake City. They, the, most of the budget was shot running over to these places to shoot the exteriors. Boston. <laughs> Now, you see, the whole time, Candy's just not comfortable. I mean, Penny, I should call her. She's yeah. not comfortable. Oh, she's singing at the National. Oh, say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and now this is Washington, finally. CIA Bugs, Virginia. I don't see why that's a pun, but. I don't know. Could be dirty. Wow, look at all those dollar bills floating around. They're nineteen seventy seven dollar bills. They're all Dr. Pearls, believe me. Oh. Here's the penthouse apartment where Penny lives nowadays and the photographers are I mean, why does she need to be topless, right? Yeah, right. They just want to shoot her uh, bottom. So who should come in the door but Trixie from the honeymooners? Oh really? Who is the mother? Oh, I love Trixie. It's really late in the film for a B character, but I don't think they're following the rules. Oh, yeah. 
Well, this is a 72-minute movie. They're like, oh, my God, we're 40 minutes into this. We better wrap it up. There's Trixie. Trixie, what are you doing? Penelope. Boom mic. Boom mic, boom mic, boom mic. I don't know how I could have put it. Drink. She's hitting them with that the purse. That's the vagina laughing, by the way. You know, it's funny when you hit someone with your purse, but you know it's not funny too? The little dog in there. Oh, poor little dog. <coughs> I'm still in here. Yeah, Alzheimer lady. All right, so Trixie's going to fix things up, yeah. huh? Well, that's what we think right now. But right. No, she's going to fall for it. It's going to be the multi-million dollar part she's going to like. And she likes having fame. She's like, I'm the mother everywhere she goes. <laughs> oh, let's do a scene. Hey, lady, does your vagina sing? No, I'm the mother. <laughs> The vagina just talked to her for the first time. She's like, huh? huh? It's like, you're a doctor? I'm a doctor agent. Well, I've never heard of such a thing. Well, he's the only Jewish guy in this movie. came to see me. Uh, she was in a state of mental shock. Soon, and with my help, however, she was That's able to good adjust to this uh, medical candy. phenomenon, which puts she me into a very unique position. Oh, let's see about it. Who, Trixie or the yeah. lead? Yes. Uh, the, uh, oh, boom mic, boom mic. Boom mic, yeah. Um, Candy, Candy passed away. She was uh, 54, so wow, pretty early. pretty early. Was this her big movie? I mean, she is a lead. Uh, this was her, this was the movie that ruined her. Uh, nobody would hire her after this. Listen, she, she did lots of B movies. She was even like... She was in Logan's Run, oh, like cool. uncredited, as the girl screamer, girl screamer, and she was in the Gay Deceivers. Oh, the movie we watched. Yeah, and her role was girl in bikini. Wow, so let me see if I can remember the girls in bikini from that movie. Yeah, <laughs> they were all on the beach. Yeah, I remember. Oh, was she the one in the two peas? For realsy? Yeah, maybe. She's 24 years old right here, and she was, I don't know, she was in, okay, let's see here, uh, Winter Kill, that was nothing. Um, she, uh, she played in the Gay Deceivers and Logan's Run. She, Quentin Tarantino claimed that she's was the inspiration for Bridget Fonda's character in Jackie Brown. Huh, the one with the toe rings. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, at we... age 18, she won Miss Hermosa Beach. She worked as a go-go dancer. She did a lot of, not a lot of television, but television. She was in Candy Stripe Nurses, Summer School Teachers, Hollywood Boulevard. These are all Roger Corman. Hollywood films. Boulevard, yeah. Wow. So By the way, even yeah. though this is MGM, it was distributed by um, that Roger Corman one, American, where is it? Here it is. Um, AI... IP American International Pictures. We always know that's whenever it's Roger Corman, it's American International Pictures. In 2013, MGM put this to vi to a DVD. So, oh, so this the, I don't know. It changed hands a lot. So this was on DVD in 2015. 
13. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it was just released as part of a uh, four-DVD set for, like, uh, great B-movies. There's so many here, Mike. It says... Um, AIPA told you about, but Lips Productions, Ambassador Film Distributors, Avid Home Entertainment, all video in West Germany, Indigo. Uh, it's just like this movie's had legs because it was about a vagina. So it right. always gets. It also had legs, TV. Carl. It's not just about the vagina. <laughs> this is the box lunch uh, line that you did from the. Um, <clears throat> from the trailer. Let's see if we can. very lean, if you don't mind. Oh. <laughs> Little devil. Can't you just cool it? Oh, my God. I just can't tell you how much I admire you, Virginia. I think you put Gloria Steinem to shame. Thanks. I put them all to shame. You sure do. I'm their mother. Oh. I'm their mother? <laughs> there. They're twins. They're like sisters now. Yeah. No, she's saying right now, I'm the person, Mom. Don't say there. News crew comes in. Oh, yeah. The breaking news. A religious guy is going to come in and break stuff up. Oh, good. It's about time. Here he is. I'm sick of this movie. <laughs> I just heard about it from Professor Erwin Corey, and I can't have to stop it. I'd like a tongue sandwich, he says. Do you serve a box punch? Yeah, that, uh... The waitress looks to me like the woman from Second City. Uh, you see her to the right. Oh, I can't see her now. From SCTV? Yeah, but I don't think it's her. See, the way there. I see it, uh, Penelope and Virginia are just going. Oh, I see what you're saying. She does look like a little like Andrea Martin. Now, here Penny is just like, oh my God, I can't take this. And I miss my lover, Ted. Ted right, Ted. I miss here. him too. It's been like an hour. Yeah. I don't know. Now, turn up the volume because he is such a jerk. They're having a picnic right now. Are yeah. you sure you wouldn't rather sit by the water, Ted? There's not enough grass. We'd get dirty. He's what you call a fuckboy. <laughs> I made your favorite like, cream cheese and jelly. Thank you for Why does she like him? Well, you mean a lot to me, Ted. Thank you, Penny. What I really want to know is, admit. how does Virginia feel about me? She's doing all right so far, isn't she? Yes, but how does she feel about me? She's getting emasculating well, every Tell time there's a... I think you're the greatest guy that ever lived. She doesn't sound too good, Penny. Oh, it's laryngitis. She's strained with the vocal cords. <laughs> what? Oh, uh, for the basketball team? I don't know. So, anyway, for some reason, Penny is just totally in love with this Ted, and everything would be great in her life if she could just have Ted. And so she's so happy because Ted's like, okay, I'll bang you. You know, as long as Virginia's cool. Right, because it, it's her. doesn't emasculate me. Some people just oh. like Ted Talks. <laughs> Ted Talk, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, I got a dead talk for you. Oh, Virginia. I'm stranded down here. I'm singing in the rain. What is I thought this? it was a little too coincidental that she changed her mind about me so quickly. I'm willing to give you a chance. Look at her 24-year-old. Well, he was trying to have sex with her, and her vagina shut him down. Literally. Yeah. He's so sensitive right now. 
she goes, I don't care what kind of lover you are. He goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> there he is, getting offended. Oh, I'd never. <laughs> He's a no. crybaby right here. Why does she love him? She really does. It's because of the mustache? That mustache is atrocious. The human being, Virginia, and that's how they act. You, you can't even keep a bargain. Penny, look, if that guy would give me half a chance, we could make beautiful music together. Yeah, Virginia's always on, man. Always on. So she answers the phone. Yes, right. Virginia's always on. She answers the phone and she goes, hello, Ted? Now, how could it be Ted? He just walked he out He just pulled his pants up and left the room. There's no cell phone. No, he would have how to be at the payphone. Listen, I'm at the booth across the street. Say, I'm waving for you from the window. I would have called you earlier, but the phone call needed was 15 cents, and all I had was two dimes. So I had to go to the store and get change. Right, because back then, a nickel, you know, could buy something. Yeah, I said, let me get a Lucy. And he goes, all right, it's three bits. I go, three bits? Listen, I, can you make it two bits? I need to change. This is the mating game. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, so this is, uh, oh, geez, this is like topical humor right here. Yeah. Oh, so are they going to have a microphone with Virginia? Yeah, it's going to be... Here we go. Let's meet the uh, contestants. Da-da-da. Contestant one, whose microphone is by the woman's mouth. Oh, no, it's the gut man. Now, that one there, number one, that's Dick, okay? All right. He's going to be our winner, and he's going to just, like, distract us for, like, 15 minutes, man. We only have half hour left. Yeah, I know. So he's going to, like, they start stretching things now. You'll see. Where's the father? Oh, he just pushes the microphone right down there. Bachelor number one, what would you say is more important to you about a woman? Her body or her mind? Her mind. Definitely her mind. She's got to be into the kinds of things that I'm into. My hobby number one is men, all sizes, all shapes. You get my drift? Uh, How about it? Well, yes, if uh, you want to be graphic about it. Bachelor number three. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of this. Maybe I'll tell you about this director a little bit. Yeah, please do. Inform me of him. (laughs) All right. Okay, Tom DeSimone. He's alive. He's 76 years old. He got a Bachelor's of Art in um, Emerson College in Boston for directing. Do they have that? Is that a major, directing? Oh, yeah, at Emerson? He got his Master's. Yeah. Yeah. You know it. Well, you know, um, uh, Spielberg almost lost the uh, shooting because of, e- of E.T. because some guy came from there. And oh. they said, uh, well, we'll stick with Spielberg. <laughs> By the way, they're like, Virginia and um, Penelope seem to be getting along better. And then Gelman has the nerve to go, my therapy must be working. <laughs> He's just soaking the girl. Does he confront him over this? Uh, no. The mother and Dr. Pearl, I think that they fall in love. It never plays out. Number one wins. Number one wins. All right. Hey. I, I could use a good dick. Because <laughs> his name is Dick. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it's funny, too. So, because... happy. so he got a master's of film in UCLA, and he began his career in the 60s, late 60s. But... This is a joke. I mean, it's really funny. After graduation, his first job was creating, uh, editing 
children's videos and educational videos. Next thing he did was make his own production company and became a porno guy. <laughs> That's not the Lots first of, guy to do that. I mean, there's a lot of people who do educational films and then just go straight into straight porn. Straight into porno. Okay, no, it's it's gay porn. Gay porn. So this and is the departure. he always went by Lancer Brooks. Uh, this is the, yeah, Tom D. Simone is his name. He came up with the story, he swears. And he had a pretty mainstream exploitation career. After Chatterbox, he got his opportunity to make B films, but at the same time, he continued to make gay porn, Mike. That's good, man. These were his bread was better. Yeah. More money. Now, this is the woman in the hair salon. We finally see her again. Oh, I knew you're going to make a movie. This is the one that was wearing full on lingerie, leather, leather outfit. No, that was the customer. This is the one she took in the closet and said, my vagina's talking. It's, oh. Hello? Hello? The Concrete Jungle, Reform School Girls, Hell Night with Linda Blair. He directed all of these. Yeah, I, I know that one. Do you know Savage Streets, also with Linda Blair? Yeah, I never saw it, but I know the poster. Okay, so he was supposed to direct Savage Streets, but he left after one week of production. He was the one who brought Linda Blair and his brother to the project. The script kept getting reimagined, rewritten. One of the investors fancied themselves in a writer, and he was like, I'm out of here. So he gave them his, his brother is like always in his films. See how many cocktails they've had? They're drunk yeah. as a skunk. They're at the disco. You could tell because we just saw a disco ball. <laughs> So he did, a, he did a lot of TV, Freddy's Nightmares, Dark Justice, three episodes of Swamp Thing. Wow. But check this out, Mike. He lived in Mexico City, and he did all 120 episodes of this telenovela soap opera. The director of Chatterbox. Yeah, yeah. He went down to Mexico City, and he did like this soap opera, 120 bloody episode that's great good for him yeah yeah so she doesn't have a career after this movie and this guy is producing a telenovicia right. in mexico city exactly and directing yeah. well his credits continued throughout the 90s early Freddy, 2000s freddie's nightmares i you know is that the one where it's like hey this is robert uh Eglin who plays freddie in the actual real movies yeah. and and doesn't do tv so i i just want to get this intro over with here's a scary tale bye yep that's exactly what it was yeah it was that show. I've been in this studio for eight hours. This is my 35th episode introduction. Welcome <laughs> to my nightmare. Oh, yeah, welcome to my nightmare. Yeah, Freddy's nightmare. I have to leave. I have to go to the lot. I got to put on the makeup. God damn it. Two days tops. All hot in here. Two days shooting tops. I'm not doing the whole season for more than two days. I've seen photos of him like offset smoking a cigarette. Oh, yeah, a cigarette. So there's this guy who did cinematography here. Now, you can see the cinematography is horrible. But he went on to have a big, huge career. His name's Tak Fujimoto. Sure. He's award-winning. Uh, okay, he shot Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Something Wild, Silence of the Lambs. Wow. Did that, so is that where he won his Oscar? had success. Uh, no, he didn't win an Oscar. It is award-winning, it says here, but but I he didn't... I don't know what award he won, but he would have... If he won an Oscar, 
Oscar I would have known, I think. You know, this movie does use Los Angeles in a really good way. And, and it, obviously they didn't get any permits to shoot around here. So they were able to get the shots, you know. Yeah. And it just try to keep like a uh, 1930s vibe to it, you know, as part of the parody, part of the satire of a singing vagina. But it's so 70s, so it can't help itself. Yeah, Down to how his shirt. so? Because the architecture of the buildings... Look at the, that shirt um, he's wearing. Is he a race car driver? It's like purple stripes with a unicorn in the back. What well, is it's also very silk. You can see it's silk. Yeah. It's his... Uh, it's the 70s. They don't mean it like they're doing a throwback. It's but just, she's, she's kind of throwback. She's, she's got that little flower cap on her head, like a flapper. That is true, yeah. And not once did they looked at their phone. phone. <laughs> uh, there were five taglines to this film. Uh, this, uh, okay, by the way, Dick won the contest, so they got all expenses paid dancing at the disco, right. and they got to stay at a hotel. But he was like, screw that hotel, let's come back to my castle. It's like a castle theme. He's like a big deal, and he's just continuing to get her drunk. So here's the taglines. Um there's five of them. The story of a woman who has a hilarious way of expressing herself. You'll roar when she sits down to talk. Oh, boy. An outrageously sophisticated comedy. Yeah, no. Um, Wrong movie. So there's no chaperone? David no, gave him no chaperone. chaperone. Yeah. Well, it was called The Mating Game. Oh, so, mate. not The Dating Game. Oh, oh so they were going to mate anyway. <laughs> All right, so, um, the, so a sophisticated comedy. This is not. It, Her speaks vagina for speaks for 88 minutes. 72 minutes. I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, girl. I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, it's just, they're not good. Never mind. The next no, no, no. I want to hear it. She talks with her what? She talks with her what? Her mouth. And Yet she persisted. Yeah. Her lips. Poorly received by audiences. Reissued on DVD recently is four point four film double disc set cult movie marathon wow that's so crazy because it would be a good separate disc I'm, I'm happy it got posted because I was really curious about this movie because uh, I had heard about it through the Mavid Brothers and I had heard, heard yeah. you know like I've seen the trailers and some clips so I'm glad it's out there yeah it's not the greatest film it's it, not the greatest film but it's worth seeing yeah I mean, Rick Taylor is really good. Erwin uh, Corey is really good. Yeah, it's good to or, see or him. He's okay. It's good. And also, yeah, it is a talking vagina. And I don't know, Trixie's in it. And it is an MGM film. And also, oh, it starred um, Boom Mike. <laughs> yeah, Boom Mike's a lot. This is how Boom Mike got his side card, because he appeared in more than three scenes. <laughs> Virginia's like he doesn't know how to smell because he's using adjective endings for old uh, oh yeah and a straw I'm not going to scroll I don't have time to scroll through this now the internet says that the soundtrack was by Neil Sedaka but oh. and, and Sad Eyes was featured but I swear I don't hear it I've seen this film three times you did? I did not uh, I saw it twice and this is my third time did your I wife never heard Neil did your wife walk into you at any time during this movie? Yeah, I was uh, sleeping with my wife when the movie was on. It was like, you call that a... You're inadequate. And my wife <laughs> got really upset. I said, no, honey, it's the film with doing with Mike. Yeah. 
It was a talking I'm vagina, not, not be me. I'm emasculated. <laughs> she's, she's having a dream where she's walking topless up a staircase. Uh, Virginia was just saying, come on, let's go, I'm horny. Oh, but the guy's gone. Uh, he'll come in in one moment. He's going to make an entrance. Is he a vampire? Uh, he is themed. No, he's not a vampire. He's with the castle theme right now. For tonight, my darling, this is... Oh, I can't read this. The scroll is too long. I'm not going to scroll through this. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to... I just scrolled through it. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read that scroll? I just... I, I drew a bunch of thumbs ups on it and, and then just started scrolling through something else. So, um, Candy was in this DVD called. Okay, there he is. He always dressed in a knight's armor. But how can they do it? Now, you'll see right now that his butt was exposed. All right, let's see that butt. Penelope. Oh, yeah, there's his butt. It doesn't make sense. The front is closed. Well, I mean, what's he actually wearing right now? A, a, a garbage can. Like styrofoam you know, spray paint. didn't do it in there. No. Oh, you don't not think missionary it's real metal? I, well, I mean, is it? Are they did missionary style? Hey, listen, I told you to wear a uh, Trojan, but you didn't have to dress like one. <laughs> That was, that's the wrong era, Mike. Oh, all right. Well, you know, protection. <laughs> I told you we were protection. Do do that's your copyright, nineteen eighty foot six. Right? Remember, fellas, so we didn't have to wear protection. But oh no, uh, uh, uh. Sam Kinison. Oh, oh. Up. So, um, they were putting out a DVD release of Pets, and they wanted her on the commentary and so they tried to contact her and her the husband was like oh yeah well she's dead and he hangs up the phone and they're like what 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 what?" and so they tried to reach out again and again and again and then six months after they were badgering the like son put something on social media that she had passed away oh wow yeah this film like got her out of the business it broke her heart she ran away she got married with kids she just went into obscurity and nobody even knew that she had passed away. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. It is a risky movie to make. I mean, on the one hand, it is kind of a comedic premise, but on the other hand, it's just so tacky that it will ruin your reputation. Yeah. It's base. I think if she had hang, hung around 10 years, I yeah. don't know. Yeah, she, she could like bounce on back on way. it. Because you're, you're an actor and you're playing the role. It doesn't mean, you, you know, you have to figure a way to... Right. Not be always associated with this. So right now he opens, she opens a fortune cookie, which doesn't make sense, and it says goodbye because he only does girls once. He he goes, I came, I saw, I conquered, I came, and Virginia goes, Yes, you did, honey. This guy only so sleeps with women once. Was yeah. he like a cherry popper? And. And Virginia's like, that's okay. It was such a good F. And then she goes, like, Virginia, you don't know anything. You don't. Anyway, more fame and look how she. Here's a montage of Hollywood as her fame. Oh, there's Las Vegas, there's Champagne, there's a calendar. In my opinion, we've done this, but we're doing it again. Yeah, well, it's being used uh, 
to convey the story, so they're going to do it multiple times. But you're right, it's a little redundant now. So she goes to Hollywood Walk of Fame where you put your hands in. <laughs> Rain some in. Yeah. And what do you think? I don't There's want to There's the think. Rose Bowl. Oh, there we go. Is it Mans? There's Woo Bay Davis, Penelope, Penelope and Virginia. Virginia. Okay, there goes the feet. In the cement. How about the hands? Oh, now she's uh, bending nope. down. Now she's going to... Ah, that cement's going to stay there. There's her star next to Donald Trump's. Oh, there Virginia's. <laughs> Donald Trump's star is getting closer to Virginia's. Trying to grab Virginia's star. So now star. we're going to a movie. Uh, making a movie. Yeah. Oh, Wow. Look at that paparazzi and the fans. The thing is, if you look at the paparazzi, lots of times you see like a woman, a woman in like, I'm a mom kind of blouse. Like it isn't. Okay. Yeah. Here we are on the set of the film. Right. Now, apparently Barbara Streisand had a hairdresser that went on to become a director. Do you know about that? Yeah. Well, there was a, was it Peter Gruber? Uh, became a that movie executive. Right. Yeah. He was a hair, so, the hairdresser who became a Hollywood uh, a hotshot. So one of the... The guy who's a director, the, the person interviewing, says that. Aren't, weren't you a hair... It's because cause so was... Uh, Peter Goober, maybe. So was Penny, you see. There he is, there he is. He's getting interviewed and... Oh, yeah, look at him. He's a big star. Now, he was... This guy, he was in Bullock. You remember that movie. Bullet, That's his yeah. only credit. Robert Lipton. Was he the witness? I don't know. I did see Bullet, but that was so long ago. Yeah, that's a great movie. My favorite is like he, the guy at the end of the movie is at the airport, and the people are like, oh, he's got a gun. Right. You know. And? Well, they have a shootout in the airport. Okay, get ready for more boom, Mike. Here All we right. go. Get ready to drink. He's now getting yeah, to co-star lead. Do you remember the great chase scene on San Francisco streets? Which one in Bullet or Bullet? Yeah, yeah. is that Bullet? Yeah, that is. You know what? One. I'm seeing it again. Oh, I love that movie a lot. You know, uh, when there was an earthquake in 1989, uh, the Mercadero uh, freeway broke down. So uh-huh. I there was a footage. Yeah, so there was apartment buildings underneath. We actually before before Carl was uh, uh, on every week, we did a, 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 a the telephone a, a, Whoop, a Whoopi Goldberg movie where she lives in one of those apartments. But uh, in Bullet, he hides him in one of those apartments. But all that stuff is destroyed now. Uh-huh. It doesn't and the, exist. The earthquake did it. Yeah. I remember I sat down to watch the World Series, and it was like we're having difficulties. Oh, yeah. You were like, oh, what's going on? They probably ran out of right. beer. Right. They probably ran out of beer. <laughs> it's no big deal. And then we see collapsed freeways. So, so he, she's saying, like, I'm, I, I support your career, and, and me and Dr. Pearl have big, big news to tell you. But the thing is, they never tell the news. She says that, but she never, they never tell the news. I think they're going to get married or something weird like that. But the mom is wearing, like, a fur coat now, and it looks very uh, well-to-do. Yeah. All right, so they're getting ready for this big shoot. Who's this woman? There's another person. Well, that's the, no. It's it's still the interview of the director, and he goes, um, "This is not the first film to star a real kind." All right, stand by. 
now they do a <laughs> now they do a joke in which they keep repeating everything he says, and then he goes action, and they by mistake repeat that. All right, let's get uh, Penelope and Virginia out here. All right, let's clear the set, please. Clear the set, please. Set. Stand by now. Well, I can't believe that that uh, Dr. Pearl and her mom are, is is her entourage. I yeah, that's right. I think that they're going to be an item, but we never get there. So now we're going to see a ridiculous musical number, and I got to tell you that uh, Penny just plays along. She does. She's an actress as much as she's a dancer as much as Virginia's the singer here. It says, I love to wake up to my cock-a-doodle-doo. That's what the vagina's singing. And Sex reference. Yeah, a couple of them. Well, this is like now, a music video. Yeah. yeah. Now, that guy's Spin not doctors. a rooster, but he's a cock. He's a peacock. Oh, he's a different kind of cock. And she's got Virginia's in her outfit, the bush. Right. Her merkin. Her show merkin. Now, yeah, what I want for breakfast, and I'm not talking about food. I don't know. It's silly. And what happens is she dances along, but they, like, start to hound her, and she can't take it anymore, and so she, like, runs away. You'll see. All right. Penelope runs away. Yeah. Or Virginia runs away. Who, who leads? Right. Well, Virginia doesn't want away. They hop in a cab, and she, the, she's like, go, and Virginia's like, stop! <laughs> you know, it's... All right, I'll show you when it gets there. All right. I'll just this is a pretty crazy musical Ted. number. Oh, hello, are you the hangers-on? Yes, that is us. Do you have a contract <laughs> for us to sign? It's a five-picture deal contract. And and I think that's one of the reasons why I think they're getting married. The mother is very jealous. She goes, you, this is your secretary? <laughs> um. So Ted, right... This bland boyfriend. He went on to be, for the rest of his career, a casting director for low-budget films and horror films. He has 112 credits as a casting director. Wow, this movie knocked him out a bit. (laughs) The only things you would recognize is Death Wish 4. The Crackdown. And some of of the Puppet Masters. Is that what it's called? Yeah, because there's crack involved. Uh, Michael Medved, the Golden Turkey Awards, which he went into in detail. Bullets. Yeah, I mean, that's how I heard about this movie. And just watching this musical number, you, I could see why it was picked. It's just. <laughs> okay, yeah, here's where it starts. It starts to get frantic, and she's like, can't take it anymore. It's out of control. This is what the fame is doing to her, I think, is the metaphor. Well, these guys are ravaging her around the edges of the bed. But it's a rehearsed thing. It's it's a score. You know, she's practiced it. And so the director's like, where is she going? She goes, stop that girl. Stop that cunt. <laughs> Same old joke. Rated C. 
<laughs> Can I bring my uh, son to see this movie? It is rated C, madam. What does that stand for? The word cunt is thrown around a lot. Oh, a lot. Now, the the cab is like, oh, a naked girl, I'll take you. So this is the director's brother. In the cab? Oh, there we go. That guy. Yeah, that's the director's brother. Uh. Almost everything that this director ever did, uh, D- Tom D. Simone, his brother Robert or Bob D. Simone was in. <laughs> Just a little bit part. You know, he tells that to women when he's having sex. He goes, right. speaking of getting it in Chatterbox, did I ever tell you I got into Chatterbox? Uh, whoa, tell me more. <laughs> this is the gag in which she's saying go and Virginia's saying stop. Oh, and the car is stopping and going. All right, they're at a cliff. This must be the cliffhanger. Boom, boom, boom. Well, boom, Mike, show up before she jumps. I'll save you. <laughs> You can tell that she's going to jump, I guess, because you said that joke. But that's funny. Boom, Mike. That should be Waterman's enemy. An enemy. Boom, Boom Mike. Mike. That's good. Yeah, so Boom Mike appears on screen. The <laughs> <laughs> Viejo's coming from the bottom goes, of the screen. There he is. Waterman, you're imagining things. What? Water. Boom, Mike. Where? No, it was just a second ago. It, it dipped in. Dipped in. It, I, I'm not crazy. Waterman, we run a professional uh, organization around here. There's no showing of a boom mic. Boom mic. So um, Virginia is saying, can you keep your legs crossed when you jump? Oh, yeah, that's a, that would be the worst. Like she, she's going to survive she or gonna jump? she just doesn't want to get hurt? Or... The perils of Penelope. <laughs> right, that's what not... I... Penelope so her Pittman. vagina starts to sing. Yeah, but uh, it sounds Penelope like the per- Pittman. It sounds like Penelope Pitstop from the Hanna-Barbera cartoons, yeah, which was does. also a riff on The Perils of Penelope, which was a movie serial from the 30s, 20s, or whatever. I think this predates it. Okay, so she's singing, the vagina's singing, but then she hears other singing, and guess who it is? <gasps> Ed Ted's looking good. Oh, now they so. have a very, very long, long, long run. And for it's like for it's listen- still killing time. Yeah, they're still running while they're singing. Just for our listeners, uh, that male voice is Ted's penis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't want you to think it was vanilla, uh, Virginia faking it. <laughs> With the deep That wasn't me, darling. They are running and what running and running. What a long... Yeah, they That's must have been a on a very pie. separate cliff. Well, that's California Shore for you, Carl. Just a lot of long <laughs> dunes. Especially around Ventura Highway, L.A. Ooh, there's the cast. It's a happy ending after all. Dr. Pearl. Yeah, well, Larry Gentleman. Richard Taylor as the <laughs> successful sole proprietor. And well respected in the community. Oh yeah, I'll never understand what men see in them. Yeah, I did wanted to uh, find. I looked him up and see what movies he did, just because he's so great. He's in, he's terrific, of course, in Jackass. 
Right. He's in Jackass. He's in Cheech and Chong. Yeah, he's in Cheech and Chong. Which was hilarious scene. He's also in the Demi Moore movie um, and uh, the Millionaire one with Woody and... Oh, A Decent Proposal? Yeah. And he's in that without his toupee on as a serious actor. But he he still hands it up. Well, he... uh... Well, yeah, I mean, you hire Rip Taylor for, for a reason. Yeah, right. So he's just a regular guy without a toupee, and um, um, Robert Redford comes in to, like, look at million-dollar listings. And he's like, I can't do it. You have to get somebody else. And Rip Taylor goes, I would never do something that would make you uncomfortable except for this one time. Get out there or you're fired. Oh, that sounds good. Well, now I have a reason to watch that movie, I guess. <laughs> Well, proposal. just watch the clip on YouTube like I did. <laughs> uh, all right, well, uh, I think this movie's wrapping up. I'm patiently waiting for it to end. Oh, here well, it goes. Yeah, it's, it's all done here. And, and I think you're going to... Oh, there's MGM. Don't forget, we gave you this low-budget thing. By the way, the lion's not the one roaring right now. You know, it just must be the time, you know? It was the sexual revolution, and MGM was like, let's just do this. It, it must uh, you be know, the time. I don't know. I it, don't know. It must be the so time. I bet you're going to give us a trailer, aren't you? Yeah, I am. That's why I'm on the other mic. Can you hear me? Oh, fuck. I do hear you. It does sound like you're far away yeah, and distant, really... and we've been going to couples therapy about it. I, f- I sound distant to you. <laughs> no, now you're, see, you're touching base with me again. <laughs> yeah, I'm well, because really well, we're in front of the doctor, you know, it would be a waste of money if I didn't contribute <laughs> oh, something. Uh, so, yeah, so I was trying to talk on the other mic, but the other mic shot. So uh, we uh, just enjoyed, I hope you did enjoy, or at least I hope you did be able to sit through this movie with our, with us, Chatterbox uh, from mm-hmm. 1977. Thank you, Carl, for researching and watching this movie yeah. three times. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I had to do it. Yeah, I had to do it. So we uh, have a movie lined up for next week. Uh, this is my wife's favorite movie, and she notified me that this movie is on YouTube. It's a very popular film, so it might have been discussed elsewhere, but we're going to take a crack at it. I'm talking about a movie from 1995, Carl, called Hackers. Hackers, 1995. Trailer. All right, so Which here's the trailer. Which is the publisher of your trailer? Uh, I don't know, but it says Matthew Lillard on it, because he's a star back then. Okay, I'm ready. All right, me too. This is techno music in the 90s. The world we know is the world they inhabit. Cyberwise. Yeah, Ma? What are you doing? I'm taking over a TV network. Finish up, honey, and get to sleep. They're hackers. Hackers penetrate and ravage private and publicly owned computer systems. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. Do something, baby. Free hashtag. Sure, this sweet machine's not going to waste. Are you challenging me? It's who they are. I you know who they are, right? On our date. And if I win, so do you. And they can crack any code. Inside any system. Hello, Mr. Gill. According to our records, you're dead. I'm what? 
but this time <laughs> some kind of virus unless five million dollars is transferred to the following account i will capsize five oil tankers they just hacked the wrong it starts veronica's fault whoever wrote this needs somebody to take the fall he's about to commit the perfect computer crime you've created a virus that's gonna cause a worldwide disaster and they're about to take the blame a hacker planted the virus but it's the perfect cover Nothing in frames. Can we be allies? I don't play well with others. Oh, wow, we are fried. Okay, let's nail it. No. You're not good enough to beat me. Yeah, maybe I'm it's not. It's body no. guy. They're the only ones who can prevent a catastrophe. I know how to stop this guy. They'll trace you like that. Are you nuts? Come at me! Unlike any the world has ever seen. Never send a boy to do a woman's job. Hackers of the world unite. Cops on the building. I need more time. This is the end, my friend. United Artists welcomes you to the new world. Jerry Lee, Johnny Lee Miller is the headliner on that one with Angelina Jolie and Matthew Lillard. Uh, people know that movie. You know that they had three soundtracks from that movie. More music uh-huh. inspired by or uh, wow, yeah, that that was what we listened to in 1995. I imagine because uh, I wasn't born yet. But Carl, great to have you here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, my young friend. Uh, Carl, that sucks is where people can find you online. Any exciting Bingo. stories this week? Any good shows you had? Any good shows coming up? Uh, uh, Thursday, October 25, we'll do a, a thing, uh, like a fundraiser for a pet thing. I don't know. I, Friday night, last night, I, uh, this Friday, I was at a play. It's, uh, Carl, that sucks. Carl, that sucks. Check it out. That's his uh, video journal. Uh, I'm actually doing a show at a place called Would You Believe on Tuesday in the Richmond District of San Francisco. Really? Yeah, you know, uh, I ran a show there 20 years ago. Uh-huh. Okay. It less it less about a year, but uh, someone has just started it up this year, so they got me on the bill. So it'll be fun. Excellent. A homecoming. Terrific. Uh, yeah, great. Well, next week we'll be watching Hackers. My wife might be in the studio, Carl with us that sounds great because he loves this movie uh, and uh, we want to thank you guys we just got our numbers from the summer and thank you everyone for listening uh, we, we love the fact that you're listening and downloading and just following the feed and uh, just uh, let people know and uh, we'll go ahead and I'll uh, play the music and we'll get out of here uh, thanks a lot audience thank you Carl thank you thank you audience thank you Mike alright bye see you guys bye song. I, I'm Mike's friend. My turn-ons are satin sheets. I love to be outdoors. Follow me on Twitter. Jokes to call. The French duh, not the duh duh. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman. Let's watch
Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey, Mutineers, Stolowitz here. Have you ever listened to Labor and Love on Saturday mornings, 10 to noon, with Bill Morgan? It's a really excellent show, one of my favorites here at the station. And it's all about service. It might be the devil, it might be the Lord, but we got to serve somebody. And Bill understands the virtue of service as the heart and soul of the labor movement better than a lot of people I know. And it's one of the reasons I love to listen to him. He breaks down socialism, democracy, protest history, workers' news, and the power of unions. Along with that, he serves up an excellent mix of jazz latin gospel hip-hop and traditional folk ballads great stuff check it out labor and love is every saturday 10 a.m to 12 p.m serve somebody out at Mutiny Radio. Chester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Bamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for... <laughs> it's in duty, this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen Summer Cottage on the Mountain Ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. 
but we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) What could it be? It's exactly what you think it is. Flat. Black. Plastic. Vinyl. Records. Round. Played. Mixed. All for you every Saturday from noon to two by Scotto Walker. Amazing artist. Music DJ. Vinyl enthusiast. That is flat black plastic. My name is Breakfast. And I'm running for Chancellor of the United States of America. For too long, we have gone without a Chancellor who is willing to take bold leaps of faith and logic to create new possibilities for our great, big, fat nation. As your Chancellor, I will balance the budget on the head of a pin, give entertaining speeches, have scandalous affairs, write strongly worded letters to unpopular foreign leaders, good on camera. End all hunger, crime, abuse, war, disease, disasters, sadness, depression, oppression, repression, suppression, transgression, obsession, expression, impression, regression, and digression by signing pieces of paper that express my disapproval of such things. And invest in an American flag pin to be worn prominently on my stylish jackets. It's time to work together to take the country back from us and return it to ourselves. It's time to turn this country around and drive it into opposing traffic. It's time to take a chance on the Chancellor. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch Hey, comedy fans, don't miss Comedy Day Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park, noon till 5. It's free. You'll see 44 or more comedians. 44 comedians, 5 hours. That's over 8.5 comedians an hour. That's silly. Ever see a half a comedian? Yes, a half wit. Not funny, but Comedy Day will be a guaranteed laugh a minute. Let's see, a laugh a minute times 5 hours. That's 300 jokes. That's a lot of jokes, folks. <laughs> 
So why are these people laughing? I don't know. Maybe because they know Comedy Day will be better than the shoelaces of Madagascar exhibit. Better than the paperweight wearers of the World Convention. Better even than the alien sheep herding contest. And speaking of herding, heard any good ones lately? Okay, not funny again, but Comedy Day will be. Don't miss punchlines like these. A frog in a blender. In your hat. To keep his pants up. Comedy Day is worth the price of a mission because it's free. Nothing to buy. No operators waiting for your call. Void. We're prohibited by law. Comedy Day. Sunday, September 16th at Robin Williams Meadow in Golden Gate Park. It's free. Visit ComedyDay.org for complete details. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Well, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! <laughs> Oh, my God. 
You like 